Welcome to the Bards FM podcast. This is Scott Kesterson, and tonight you're listening to A Conversation with Carrie Madej. This war is real. Fighting is everything. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Tempt not the righteous man to draw his sword. Conviction, righteousness, ruthlessness. To understand tolerance, you have to understand the line of intolerance. War is the teacher, soldiers are the students. They become the bards of war. Good evening, patriots. And today is Thursday, January 26th in the year 2023. And we have a great show tonight with Carrie Midday. Now, it's interesting because you hear I'm not using doctor, which she's going to explain why she's not using the title doctor anymore, but this is Dr. Carrie Midday as we've known her in her best form. And once again, pushing the limits on understanding what we need to do for healing and resetting our sovereignty. One thing we want to keep in mind right now, we are in a crazy world, very crazy. And this world is all designed ultimately to try to steal our sovereignty any way it can. And one of those very effective ways it likes to do that is to ensure that we're going to have to eat zibugs. I'm not eating zibugs. I'm just telling you. And if you haven't been paying attention to your packaging on your on your labels at the store, they're now in, introducing things like cricket protein and mealworm protein or uh, bioengineered protein. Bioengineered protein, by the way, they can take a flick of your skin from your dandruff and they can grow protein out of it now. Not that I want to eat somebody's dandruff, but that's where we are. And so this is one of the reasons we talk constantly about preparing. Patriots, you can hide your head in the sand or you can face the future head on. Those are your two options. If you want to remain free and self-reliant, despite whatever happens in the world, you need to get yourself enough emergency food so you can survive the coming chaos in our society. You can fully expect food shortages if everything breaks down. And if you don't already have enough food on hand, you will regret it. So do yourself a favor and go to preparewithbards.com and save $200 on a three-month emergency food kit from My Patriot Supply. They're the nation's largest preparedness company, and they're knocking $200 off the regular price of their three-month kit to help make it affordable for families who are feeling the pain of inflation right now. At this price, get one kit per person for your family. These kits are in stock, and they ship fast and free. Save $200 per kit when you go to preparewithbards.com, preparewithbards.com. Patriots, I've said it so many times, food security is the foundation of personal sovereignty. So head on over to preparewithbards.com and take advantage of this amazing offer. Do it today. Patriots, before we begin tonight, I want to read some numbers that were sent to me today, which are extremely disturbing. And these are just some percentages to kind of give you an idea of what we're dealing with here in this insane environment of the Department of Defense mandating injections. As you very well know, or should know, the DMED system, which was the Department of Defense Medical Database, which was where we originally got some of these numbers, was made unavailable to the public. And they've also erased some numbers, manipulated numbers. But these are some pretty good, like extremely good percentages that you're going to hear right now that are from somebody I know somewhere that I can't tell you where and I can't give you their name, but I hope this makes the DOD squirm. That's my true hope. 
Here's our baselines, and I want you to hear this. Then we're going to look at pilots, special operations, and generals. And our baselines numbers for events that cause people to be hospitalized and critical, having to be considered critical condition, dealing with respiratory issues, heart issues, that sort of thing. So all of these numbers are going to be related in one way or another to COVID or to the COVID scam or to this bioweapon, okay? But before this thing came into play, here's our baseline numbers of people with those sorts of instances or issues that they had to deal with. Of our pilots, about 36,000 pilots, only 200 a year on the average, okay? For special operations, which there's about 900, 9,000, I mean 9,900 guys roughly, there's, there was only 60 to 70 of those issues per year. For the general staff, which was about 1,675, there was only 80 of those issues per year, Okay. Once that's the baseline runs from 2016 to 2019 on those years. Now in the year 2020, those numbers, that's when COVID con came in. But the deal is that they were looking at how they were treating. They weren't allowing ivermectin or HCQ and they were treating primarily with redemsevir and a ventilator. So these numbers spiked immediately. And these are the people, some of these, these are people that end up being critical most of which cannot return, all of these people can't return. They're going to be discharged or put on permanent disability as a result. Those numbers jumped. And the pilots, we went from 200. We increased that number by 109%. We get to special operations, that number jumped by 110%. It was a 110% increase. And when we got to the general staff, it was, it was a 11.5% increase. When we introduce the following year, those numbers in 2021, and we see the bioweapon introduced, those numbers now jump again. This is 2021. Pilots are now up 143%. Special operations is up to up 134%. And the general staff is up, 100, is up 13%. In the second year, 2022 of the bioweapon. Pilots are up 202% from baseline, almost 203%. Special operations declines to 82%. However, there's what this is showing in the other parts of this data is that death rates went up. So the actual numbers of injured, permanently injured, which we would now outside here, outside of the DOD lunacy, we would call that vax injured, the death rates went up. And in the general staff, they continue to rise at 25.25%. Here's the picture on the bigger picture of this. We have basically wiped out with the treatments in the early phases of this nightmare and the following bioweapons that they delivered to people. We have wiped out 20% of our aviation pilot staff, 20% of our special operations staff, and 20% of our general staff. Now, I, I want you to hear those numbers and understand what that means. In a sense of a wartime, that is, we would be effectively operationally ineffective because we would have lost 20% of our capability, and we are in a war. So this weapon that they have launched literally has been targeted to maim and kill our military as well as this populous civilian population, but the military is that first line of defense. So we've got commanders in, in the military that have been complicit in this crime. 
And thank goodness we still have 120,000 soldiers and officers, airmen, seamen, sailors, Marines that did not take it. And as I tell you, we, we owe them a great debt of service because we're going to need their talent and skills. But at the same time, I am going to ask you this as we move through and we'll close. We'll do this again tonight. But I, in your own personal prayers, please pray for our military. This is not an environment where there's much choice. They're very much under a pressure from the top. And these numbers are showing that they were having destructive effects on our force. And here's the worst part. When we get to myocarditis, and the myocarditis is a huge one, there's no such thing as mild myocarditis. One in five that get myocarditis die in the first year. One in two, one out of two die within five years. And two other things I want to point out here, and just it's actually one issue of looking at two sets of numbers. The numbers on the on the special operations side that have a higher death rate, that's really indi- indicative of how they operate. It's a very physical, and they push their bodies into what's called red. You know, they push them almost to beyond the health limit when they operate. Plus, they're very, very high in adrenaline. The pilots have a higher level of stress. So you're seeing a greater level of physical destruction but not death out of pilots and a higher level of death out of special operators. This, these numbers are devastating. And that is another reason why every one of us needs to be vigilant. You have to be continue to build your plan. You are, remember, this is not anymore. We all got conscripted into this war. Whether you like it or not, you're, you're a soldier on the battlefield. And at the end of the day, to save this nation, it's going to take every single person standing arm in arm, getting rid of all this division and garbage that we're dealing with. Put on that armor of God. Put on your sword of steel. Carry your sword of spirit and get ready to jump on the line. I don't know where this goes, but I'm going to tell you this is these are ugly numbers. And from a national defense point of view, this is a strategic crisis, a national security strategic crisis. This is not a joke. And, it's, and these numbers are very accurate. So keep that in mind. We are in a very dark time when it comes to these people. I can't even say that. You know, and I just, I, I just want to say this because the only way we're going to bring justice is if we continue to pursue this ourselves and never relent until there is justice for all of this. This is such an unbelievable event. And people that are pushing it, people that have pushed it, mandated it, most of what's happening within our ranks, it's a political game anyway. Their officers aren't doing the right thing because they're afraid of losing, getting bumped on their career. They have an obligation to lead their soldiers and show them what it's like to refuse an illegal order. I've said this a number of times. We are blessed to have a number of these, one in particular. It's in our chat all the time. He is a, an, a, an exemplar officer in this, in this military. And I am honored to know him, and we are blessed to have him in our, in our uniform. And I will tell you, we need more of them, but fortunately we have some. So good examples of leadership take that hard line, even when it's unpopular, and even when they put their risk of their career on the line. And that's the sort of people that compose that 120,000 that didn't take it. And I'll tell you, we need those 120,000 for real. Okay, one last pitch here. Just keep in mind, and I am serious, do keep your home defense plan up. You know how passionate I am about our Constitution 
and especially the Second Amendment, but just as passionate about being responsible and protecting my family. I discovered the perfect way to train with your firearm in the comfort of your own home and continue to improve your skills. It's called iTarget Pro, and this system is a game changer for me. All I did was download iTarget's proprietary app, load the laser bullet into my firearm, and start training. The system develops muscle memory, reaction speed, sight alignment, trigger control, and much more. Right now, save 10% plus get free shipping with the offer code BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, when you go to itargetpro.com. With the cost of ammo through the roof, this is the perfect solution for you. That's the letter I, targetpro.com, itargetpro.com. The offer code is BARDS, B-A-R-D-S. This is something you definitely need. All right, Patriots, so let's get into it. The interview tonight, then with Carrie Madej. I think you're going to enjoy this. Here we go. Patriots, I'm really honored today to have Dr. Carrie Madej on, and I, I think we're going to discuss a little bit, too. I don't know that Carrie's using doctor anymore. That's another discussion we'll have today. But anyway, an extremely talented and brilliant mind in this time, and one that has been one of the stalwart voices in guiding us to the truth of what's in this injection, and most importantly, as of late especially, guiding us towards the places of healing. So, Carrie, welcome to the show. How are you? I'm doing great, Scott. Always happy to speak with you. Really nice being on your show last night, and we'll make sure and get that link out. So, enjoyable. So, thank you for having me on. And thank you for um, being on the show, everybody. Loved what you were talking about, and you've got new followers now. That's awesome. I want to kind of start with what I, I caught myself using Dr. Carrie Madej, and you and I had a great conversation the other day, and I think you said you're not using that title anymore. Is that correct? Yes, I've been doing a lot of uh, research on our true history that we are not taught in the school systems and knowing how we are under maritime law, which is actually not correct for us as living, breathing men and women. That actually puts us in the category of commerce or chattel or property. And so, you know, knowing what titles mean in that sort of a jurisdiction or a court setting, it actually labels you as property. Um, and I know it sounds crazy if you've never heard about this, but once you start researching, it's irrefutable what's going on. And so I'm in the process of separating away and going into the jurisdiction of, of land and air, which is trust and common law. And that's where true living, breathing men and women should be. That's what we used to do until we got tricked into this maritime system. So anyway, dropping titles, not using the all caps uh, name um, is very important. And so, and I'm also cutting myself off of the licenses. So I already sent back to the medical board my license, my medical license, and I put them on, it was a notice saying that they violated uh, the Constitution and Bill of Rights, that they have um, violated God's law, and I cannot be associated with them anymore, and that I am no longer connected to my uh, commerce or my fictitious title, um, that they are responsible for it. And I also told them who I was, that I was no longer, you know, that, that corporation, that I am the uh, living, breathing woman, American free woman, that I am the grantor of the original jurisdiction, meaning I am we the people, and I'm also its beneficiary. And then also the daughter of the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. So um, with that, I came to them as the living, breathing woman, which is jurisdiction over them. And so it's it's a very different 
you know, thing to do. It's powerful. It's uh, cathartic because I felt as though a chain came off of my neck, you know, figuratively. Um, it's a freeing experience. Um, I also told them that I would still continue to heal people and uh, in the example of Yeshua, the prophets and the apostles, meaning, you know, the point of all this is to separate away from a really sick and dysfunctional death cult and then say that we still need, you know, uh, something to heal our, our bodies. So we need to put a separate away into the parallel system, but how do we do that? Well, if we understand that we're in a slave system, this property, this commerce system, we have to step out of it and not be slaves. Because if we keep trying to say, okay, we'll make another hospital, but we'll do it the right way, but we're still considered property or slaves, a slave's never going to have rights. They're going to shut it down. And that's what we've seen time and time again. But if we move out into uh, the other jurisdiction and say we are free men and women, and they're only men and women, <laughs> no other genders, um, you actually, and you can own your land outright from a land patent I truly believe this is the only way we have to truly have a, a real health system. And that's the goal of all this. It's not just me. It's encouraging other like-minded uh, doctors or, or, or what they used to call doctors. We have to find another word for us and, you know, get together and form a true brick and mortar building where we can do things like surgery that people need or, or healing techniques that have been tried and true and that have been suppressed so that's my goal. You know, right now I have to go through the, the motions of separating away, but eventually, you know, that's, that's what my vision is, is, is to see that. That was great. You know, I, I love the conversation we had the other day on this. One of the things that you brought up in that process, as you're separating from the system, you're using a method that isn't just proclaiming yourself as a state national, but you're proclaiming God's law in this too, which is, was unique because I had not come across that before. That's most important because God is everything. It's how we are here in the first place. And um, our constitution is founded on that. Um, when we deny God, we're denying our constitution. That's so crazy that we got to that point that we denied God and, and took God out of everything because it actually makes the constitution null and void really when you do that. So we are, you know, God gave us unalienable rights, not unalienable, unalienable. So no one could put a lien against your body, right? <laughs> We're not supposed to be able to take your body in jail for not paying something, but yet here we are. Um, and so it's God, then us, and then the Constitution Bill of Rights, and then those that are elected or appointed um, in positions to be trustees to take care of these things that are, um, you know, delegated to uh, uh, to the society, right? And so it is our duty if they are not doing their job to take them out of office or to, you know, make the government anew. And we are supposed to be the ultimate checks and balances. But the point is God is everything. And God does have, um, the Bible actually is a legal document. Uh, I think 16, I don't know, 1618, I, I might be wrong about that exact year, but it's in the 1600s that it was declared that the Bible is a legal document. So quoting scriptures, I do that when I write these notices, it backs up God's law, a house divided cannot stand. Meaning, you know, you keep saying there's two of me and they do because there's a living, breathing me 
you know, woman, but then they also say the all caps, so security number, license number, et cetera. That's the corporation me. They made two of us when we we're born. There's a trust form in every single one of us when we we're born. I, I'm not going to be that fictitious me anymore. You know, that's the way they can do a lot of injustice to us. That's the way they can rob us of a lot of money. Um, and so now I, I, the jig is up. I know. And more people are waking up to that. I'm separating away. I'm only um, the living, breathing woman that God created. I'm I'm only going to stay in God's kingdom. I'm not going to stay in theirs. And knowing Black's Law Dictionary, which is you know the the standard of knowing what does a word mean, what is the defined word in a courtroom, it's really important. I've got two Black's Law dictionaries. I'm going to get more, but um, because different editions have different definitions. Anyhow, when they start to define, um, you know, what is a man or woman, what is a person? A person is not really a living, breathing woman or man. Interesting, right? And also, they they also define a woman or man that is aligned with their creator, and they 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 are spiritual beings. They are different. They are of a higher being than a secular person, someone who does not believe in God or follow God. They actually put that as a definition in Black's Law Dictionary, that that the person that is aligned with God is actually has is a free woman or man, unlike the secular one. When you start reading this, that is blows my mind away that we were never taught these things. They actually have these definitions in there and they acknowledge that they acknowledge the power of the scripture and the word. And that, that's quite fascinating. And now I look at the, the Bible as almost a law book in itself. When you start looking at it through a different lens, you see a whole different world, um, which is quite fascinating. And it, it's empowering because it, it gives us um, a focus. It gives me a focus. It sees that it shows me that the words are even more alive. They always were, but now even in a different way. And I think I told you intuitively I was using this. I didn't know about common law, God's law, trust law until, um, uh, you know, recently, but before I went to the Dominican Republic, which was 2015, the board was after me once again for who knows what it was like, you know, misinformation, something, you know, ludicrous. And so I had bar attorneys uh, represent me. And um, and so each one of them, I, I was really disappointed to say the very least, because they were seeming to be against me. You know, I'm like, this is not right. Why are you saying this? It seems like you're setting me up. I got another one, another one. I'm like, this is insane. They're all against me. So I dropped them all. And so I wrote back finally to the, the board and I said, um, I'm no longer represented by these bar attorneys. I'm writing you and telling you that I will not comply. I will not show up for the hearing. I follow God's law and the sacredness of human life. Uh, what you are asking me to do violates God's law. And that's, I just signed it, autographed it, I should say. And it was dropped. And I was like shocked. I was totally shocked. I'm like, this is never going to work. And so uh, a similar thing happened uh, a little, little later date. And I was told later that what I was doing was using God's law because I separated myself from the bar attorneys. And when you do that, you are no longer, I, I don't know if people know this, when you sign on for a bar attorney, 
they say most people will recognize there's something that says ward of the court. Well, when you do that and you look at the definition of ward of the court, it means literally you are an infant or a person of unsound mind. So you're an idiot. So I was saying I was an idiot going into the courtroom. And I've asked their attorneys this and they agreed that's what it means. So you're coming in as an idiot to the courtroom. How are you going to ever get ahead? And there's a lot of money being exchanged in the courtroom. They're actually for profit. They're not supposed to be. So our true constitution, this was never supposed to happen. When we got tricked into using another jurisdiction, everything became a kangaroo court, literally. And so it's all for profit. Everybody's making money off of you, the person, the, the person that's going there. And so when you, you represent yourself, you actually have more rights. Isn't that, um, that's, that's amazing and angering at the same time that I never knew that. So I'll never have a bar attorney ever, ever, ever represent me. And, you know, because bar means British accredited registry. And for those people that Google that, you're going to see that it doesn't mean that. That's not true. Um, I've met uh, bar attorneys who are knights. You know, they're knights and esquires. So why do you think they call themselves knights and esquires? <laughs> it's because they, they serve the British crown. Um, if you trace back where their allegiance is, that's where it is. Um, they cannot be, and if you look at the Black's Law Dictionary, their allegiance is first to the, the courts, not you, not you, the person that they're defending. <laughs> There's only three, there, there takes three people to put you in jail, three. It takes the judge, the prosecutor, and who's the third person? It's got to be you or your attorney. So your attorney does you in every time. Because you've given all your rights away to him as a ward. Yes. Right? Yeah. Yes. That's amazing. One of the questions I think a lot of people ask about this is in going forward, like you were saying, you're going, you've now stepped back from your licensing of the medical board, which is great. How does that affect you in terms of like your driver's license, your social security number, or even like uh, your liabilities as being a doctor, because that's one of the, I think that's one of the biggest scams ever is insurance that ties into all this as well. Well, you know, doctors, it depends on your state, but you know, Georgia, you didn't need uh, insurance anyway. So I'm, I'm not saying I'm the label of a doctor. I'm just Carrie, you know? Um, so it's, it's what you want to do with, with how you separate yourself. Not everybody does the same thing. It's a very personal thing. You have to learn about these things on your own. There's not a copy and paste template that you go by. So I'm doing everything one thing at a time, you know, putting them on notice, notifying them, you know, I am putting um, inquiries to the local courts, asking them uh, for public record because my questions prove to them that they're a fictitious court. And this is all setting a precedent and, and making that in public record. So as far as um, I'll eventually get to the license and the, um, the social security card. So you don't have to pay into it anymore, but you can still get the benefits you've already paid into it. You know, people ask about that, but I will be separating myself away. I just haven't done that yet. And the state national passport, um, you can still travel with that. It gives you partial diplomatic immunity. Um, you're just saying that you're allegiant to the Republic of the state that you're living in as it was originally, you know, designated for us to be. You're still very much a patriot, but more patriot than, than just going along with this regular, you know, routine here. 
So it's a different way. It's going back to the original jurisdiction. That's what you're doing. And you're living that way. And you're making sure that you, if you own land, you really own it. If you own a house, you really own it. There's ways that you can do that. Um, but it takes a lot of education. So right now I'm just consulting. I'm an educator. I'm a speaker. If you want to, you know, um, say where, if you want to give me a description and as far as giving medicine, uh, prescribing it, you know, doing procedures, um, right now, not allowed to do that in this. And while I'm still connected to the the original system or this system that we're in right now. So that's what I'm working with Americans in action to actually get more doctors. We're working on that to separate away. And then, and then once we are truly separated away, then we can have a true health system with the brick and mortar building and do it the right way. So it's a process. It's nothing overnight. Um, that's it, kind of, I'm in the middle part of it right now and flex and flux. No, this is awesome. This actually, it's a kind of a good segue there because what you've talked a lot about has been a new era of medicine anyway that is not evasive. As a matter of fact, I think you've said it's all going to be based primarily on frequency, vibration, energy, which I'm completely in align with. Can you talk a little bit about your direction and your research there? Well, yes. Um, a lot of things have been suppressed and hidden from us, of course, you know, um, always. So, you know, just cancer, it's uh, can be cured, heart disease, et cetera. Um, all these things had known cures. Now, when you introduce the new shots they falsely call vaccines, they throw a kink into everything. This is brand new technology. It's, it's not quite as simple then. But in, traditionally, anything we've had, we've had cures for. And they've had more simple um, solutions. So they could be nutrition because everybody's malnourished. Um, that's actually one of the fundamental ways. Detoxing because people are poisoned. And then, of course, knowing about frequency, we ourselves make energy. So it's not new age thinking this way. Um, it's why you get an EKG or an EEG of your brain. You're measuring the voltage of that area of the body. Uh, that's why we give electric shocks, you know, if you're in a kind of a static -y environment. So we, we're looking at it as what is the normal pH or voltage? pH is another word for voltage in the body. You're looking at what is a healthy optimum range. And so all of us have um, we're not optimal. We, we have dysfunction. So you're looking at that and then trying, not trying, you are looking at a way to help that voltage out to make that resonant with a like voltage. So there's a lot of different technologies. There's Rife, um, Willem Reich that made that. There is something called scalar wave, which is fascinating. And that's a subtle energy wave. You can just sit in a room and it's kind of recharging your batteries, your body. You can feel the, um, you just feel more energetic, less pain. Uh, people that have had tumors or cysts say they're shrinking even within an hour or four hours. Um, people with neurologic diseases feel improved over time. Um, it's just a tool that we can use to help heal the body. Um, we have lasers that are, they're healing lasers, not destructive lasers. And um, they have all different amazing uh you know, technologies and, and uses. So we have a lot to do with that. And also we need to remember that the scripture is telling us a lot, you know, healing, laying on of hands is possible. We just got away from doing that. The power of prayer. Um, I believe that in our lifetime, we will see the miracles uh, 
just like Yeshua did when he walked the earth. But just like you said, greater than what he did. That is fascinating. And I'm excited to see that start happening. Um, we're, we're going to realize that um, we, we, through uh, the power of the Holy Spirit and God, will be able to heal in that manner. So um, it's really learning about what makes us healthy. It's body, mind, and spirit. And these technologies that have been around a long time and suppressed, we need to start making them available. Some are becoming more available now. And then also, if we just stop getting poisoned, amazing that, I mean, wouldn't that be amazing? Because that's really what makes us sick. Um, even with the, the COVID syndrome, we're just being poisoned. These are bioweapons. So if, if we stop some of the poisoning, I mean, that, that would change a lot of things, wouldn't it? You sure would. I mean, you just referenced John fourteen twelve, one of my absolute favorite passages. Truly, truly, I say to you, the one who believes in me, the works that I do, he will do also. And greater works than these he will do because I am going to the Father. It opens up just a range of understanding of what we're capable of and the potentials of what God's given us, which is just unbelievable when we really think about that. I tell people, whenever you doubt what is about to happen or what God can do, just read the book of Job. And I love it because Job has a conversation with God and God, God has a little bit of a sarcasm, which I like that. And he puts him in his place. He's like, Job, he's like, oh, you're so smart. You know everything. You're telling me how this is going to happen because you must be so old because you've, you've seen the beginning of time, right? So he has this sarcasm with Job, but then he he says all these wonderful things where he's like, can you stop the waters and make them start? Can you tighten the belt of Orion or can you loosen Pleiades? I mean, he says all these amazing things because he's the one who created all through the, his breath of life, through speaking the word. And so when we get frightened and overwhelmed, he's got this under control. I mean, he created everything. And so we need to have trust and faith in him. And then remember that if we are his holy temples and we really make our bodies the holy temples and the Holy Spirit can inhabit us, what do we have to fear? And that's what he's told us, right? Yeah, absolutely. You have been going through your own healing since your accident, I think this last year. And I know you've been making huge progress. Part of that has been the introduction of some new technologies, I guess we'd say, or maybe they're resurrecting old technologies, however you want to put that. You talked about using some energy frequencies, earth kind of energy frequency stuff to heal yourself. How's that been going and what have you continued to do in exploring that process? Good. I um, am using, uh, it's called the, a Beamer pad, B-E-M-E-R, which uses pulsed electromagnetic frequency um, that it actually helps all the small vasculature of your body um, have improved the circula circulation. So that's like 75% of your circulation. So it's quite amazing. You can feel a difference even after using it for a day, but it, it um, builds upon itself. And then also I use a Juvent plate, J-U-V-E-N-T. And that one is pretty amazing. You stand on it. It's not a vibratory plate. People think it is, but it's very specific to you when you step on it it matches what you need the resonance and it gives you micro impact um so it feels like a vibratory plate but again it's not it doesn't go over 0.3 g's because if you go higher than that you actually cause more inflammation in the body so what it does is it increases your stem cells by 40 percent, which can heal anything in the body it 
increases red blood cells, white blood cells, mesenchymal cells. So it's getting your bones to stimulate everything in your body to heal. And so I noticed the first day I used it, I was, I couldn't even stand up, you know, I was in the plane crash. So I noticed that I could stand up a little bit more and I'm like, this must be in my head. It couldn't work in one day. It's the second day I did it. And I'm like, I, I can do a little bit more in the third day. And so I called the, um, uh, the vice president of the company and I said, is this in my head? I, I feel like this is really working this quickly. He goes, no, a lot of people feel that. And he was showing me the case studies and the science behind it. And I was impressed because it can actually reverse osteoporosis by 11% improvement. That's amazing. Like 0.5% we think is great in medicine. 11%. Wow. This is something fantastic. But of course, being hidden from everybody because you stand on something and it's actually not causing any harm or damage, but it can improve all of these conditions that everybody has. So rheumatoid arthritis or even gout, things like that can be improved or even reversed where people can get off their drugs. But that's helped quite a bit with my all of my broken bones in my body. So happy with that. And then also I did some scalar wave, right? About two weeks after the crash where I went um, to Layla Sentner's house in Miami and I sat in a room, I slept in this room where it had, uh, looks like monitors, like uh, computer screens, and it has a lot of light coming from them with a different frequency. So the idea is it's forming in the center, something called a toroidal field. And we all, we ourselves create a toroidal field and nature does too. This one's recreating it. The problem in our world right now is that we have so many low satellites, um, low orbit satellites and 5G towers that is creating a really disharmonious, you know, frequency that causes all life not to do well, whether it's a bee or us or a plant. And so this is actually doing the opposite. It's creating a resonance or a frequency that is harmonious with life. So you just sit there. You don't have to be programmed. You don't take anything. You just sit in the middle. And so immediately I felt in my broken bone areas in multiple areas, I could feel more stimulation, like a tingling. I felt more energetic. And after about a week, I felt good enough where I'm like, I think I want to go out to a restaurant to eat, which is amazing. I was bed bound before that. So that was pretty cool. I was able to go out and, and get something to eat somewhere. Um, I think that was a pretty quick turnaround. And I had to give the credit to the, the scalar wave for doing that. So some people have improvements after four hours. Some people have had cysts or tumors that shrink even within four hours. You know, everyone's different. We're all, all of our bodies are different or why we're ill, but this is a fantastic tool to use. Um, I think they're trying to make it so that it's not going to be a price gouge for anyone, maybe $60 for an hour to sit in the middle of um, the scalar wave in the room. So those centers are starting to open up around uh, the United States and around the world, actually. So that's, that's quite an interesting. That's Dr. Sandra Rose Michael, who's um, created that technology, or she didn't create it. She just, you know, uh, yeah, like you said, resurrected it. It's been around for some time. Um, also, LifeWave patches, they're using frequency little stickers, which um, use your body heat and it bounces back. The, the, your body heat makes a light wave. It goes to the patch and it, and it bounces back into the body. 
And it comes back at a certain frequency where it's stimulating again, stem cells or not stem cells, neuropeptides that then stimulate the stem cells. So we have a lot of different things we can use that are simple and people have access to them without the hospitals or the doctors. And I, I see that that's what we need to go forward in doing is making it so the tools are more in the people's hands because Again, we need to remember who and what we are. We need to give ourselves value and worth and say, no, you don't tell me what to do. I am the daughter of the true living God. And he gave us unalienable rights. He gave us authority and dominion. And I know we messed up with that, but right now I am one of the we of the people taking authority back over my body and my land, and I'm taking dominion back. And we need to have more of us say, wait a minute, I woke up and I remembered who I am and what I am. And now this is the time we take authority and dominion back. I so agree with this. I've been using a, a device. It's actually called a percussion massager. It's a handheld device. It's an old hip injury I had. It really has cropped up pretty severely the last last year. And what is interesting in what you're talking about, is, this is doing a similar thing. Is it's using micro percussions to get deep into the muscle tissue. And I'm curious your thoughts on this because my personal experience as I'm moving through this is as you get deeper, it's as if we have become a reservoir for the pain of the injury. And as we get deeper into that and begin to release that, which I think also ties into prayer and memory of undoing that story of the of the injury itself, we tend to accelerate healing. Would you agree with that premise? Yeah, I mean, we are... It's not just like our body, the machine, it, it, you see it that way, but we are so much more complex. You know, it's also our, our mind to me, the mind and the soul are one and then the spirit. And so things that we go through traumas, they actually will, they'll, they'll have a place in our body physically too. And actually the secular scientific world actually will report that they know that thoughts and memories become physical things in our body. It's fascinating that we don't talk about that more. And so um, as you're healing, either you're healing with things emotionally, you can release things in your body and heal your body, right? You can create illness or you can heal yourself with that. Um, so, you know, there's a, there's an energy from that. And I think you might've heard me talk about it yesterday where I had a wonderful uh, member, she drove to me because she does something really unique. She's a singer songwriter and she's amazingly talented and she works with trauma. So of course I've had trauma. And she, she spent three hours with me and talked with me about, just asked me different questions. And then as we were talking, she wrote the lyrics of an entire song based on what I talked about. And then she put a melody to it within three hours and sang it to me and Scott, the release, I, I cried, but it was beautiful. The release was cathartic. I felt like 10 pounds came off of me. I slept so well. There's something, some healing that happened when she did that. Um, I think we need to remember these things that probably um, people have done, our ancestors have done before, but we forgot about them. I mean, the scriptures talk about the power of, of music and the power of the word, right? So, you know, there are many ways to do this 
same thing. Just because I did it this way or you did it this way doesn't mean that's the only way. We're just giving examples that work for us. But it's the idea of how we're doing it that we need to pay attention to. So um, I hope more people get to do that. I think music can break chains. Music and frequency can heal DNA. It can also break DNA. And we have a lot of bad music and bad frequency out there. It's time to bring back the good stuff. This injection seems to have another component to it. And you just kind of touched on the fringe of it that, and just by sense of it's coming out of the origins of pharmacia, which itself is a occult magic. There is more and more indications that this injection is opening up portals or doing something darker on a spiritual side, far beyond this technology that they put in it. What's your thoughts to that? I believe that 100% that this is a spiritual war and that this is allowing, it, it's not just about hurting the body itself, it's hurting the, the person's mind, soul. It's a spiritual attack on them, 100%. There's different reasons why I believe that, but if you look at just some of the ways that they that they created it, and I'll give you just one to give you an example. They, they put a new... Uh, in, in the code that they're injecting in people, they put a new nucleoside. Now, this is a building block of life. For the first time ever, we made something not from this world, something synthetic. That's not good. But what they did is it's, it's called um, pseudouridine. And pseudo means fake. So they have a, a sign, you know, they have to make a, a symbol for that. And so they use the Greek letter um, psi, which means chaos in, um, in some ancient occultic spells, black magic spells, chaos. And chaos is equal to Satan. I mean, that, that is who he is. And so if they're able to successfully integrate this fake nucleoside into the building block into someone's genome, they're literally putting in chaos, 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 chaos. You don't think that's a, I mean, to me, that's a spell, right? To influence somebody. Absolutely. To another frequency resonance. Um, they use the number 666 everywhere. They, um, you know, Craig Ventner, who's, who's one of the scientists behind these projects, he, he says that, you know, he wants to put messages inside of these, these synthetic genes, right? I mean, messages are powerful. They, they, they change the frequency. Another a new alphabet in there. Everything's changing frequency, right? So it's like a radio station that you're tuned into. Then all of a sudden it gets more staticky and staticky, and then it turns into a whole different genre of music. You, you can't hear the old station again. I kind of make that analogy to we're connected with God. And as they, as they start to turn and tweak this genome that we have, that creates a beautiful symphony. And that's how we're created to our father creator as they keep changing it, it becomes um, harder to hear. It comes harder to be connected to our father creator. And all of a sudden we're just, we're hearing something else. That's not him. That's my analogy to that. But if you're not understanding all that, at least understand that they do use occultic symbolism everywhere they are, whether it's in numbers or letters or symbols or, anything like that. So they tell you who they serve if you pay attention. So that that's one thing. And then look at what they stand for when, you know, um, 
they don't have value for human life. They laugh at God. They mock God. Um, Craig Ventner, in his um, meeting that I attended, he said, what is God? God creates. Now we can create. Now we're gods. So again, the people creating it, this is, this is their mindset. Do you really want to take something that they're creating? You have to think about that. And then also seeing people that have been injected, um, they, you know, some of them that have had really bad reactions have actually said, and I've talked to some of them, they said that at times they felt like what they were saying wasn't coming from them, that something else was speaking the words. Or, you know, their spouse would say, what are you talking about? You just said something that is the opposite of what you'd always say. And, and it would kind of shake the person like, well, I, I don't know, that, that wasn't me. Um, you know, it's, I had, I actually had a woman come up to me who, who had one shot. And she said that she felt she started to get very depressed and um, very depressed and started crying. She said, she couldn't feel God anywhere. She felt God like in her body. And then all of a sudden she said she felt like that shot took God out of her body. She um, is better now. She did a lot of detoxing and praying and healing on laying out of hands, but she is uh, desperate to tell people that there's something wrong spiritually with these shots. So there's many reports of that. And then um, I tell people that traditionally with, benzodiazepines like Valium, Ativan, and the pain medicines like Lortab, not morphine, but the, you know, oxycodone, those medicines along with the uh, psychotropic medicines, what they use for psychiatric issues, they were actually created on purpose to cut you off from your limbic system of your brain. We learned that a while ago, and I, I was just floored that this was okay with everybody decades ago because the limbic system is what makes us, us human. It makes us have emotions and empathy without that. You don't, you're, it's all about you. You could care less how, what your action does hurts another person. You don't care. I think that's an epidemic right now. Don't you? So I have seen people when I was successful, we were successful getting them off these drugs. When they would look back at what they did, they didn't recognize themselves in their actions and they felt awful. They said, that wasn't me. I, I, it, was, it was like it was another person. So I, I think these are important things to know that, you know, cutting people off from their limbic system, which makes you human, it puts your defenses down as uh, a you know, as, as a living, breathing woman or man and knowing that spirit world is real and it makes you weaker. I mean, your armor of God is not going to be very strong if you're weakened in that way. So we need to recognize that we're not just physical beings or spiritual beings as well. And that there is a war on, we are the prize and the pawns in this game. And so we need to turn the script around and make sure that we are the ones that are, um, calling the shots, not these other entities anymore. You mentioned symbolism, which is such a huge part of their culture. Do you think that symbolism can provoke a frequency or a frequency response in us? That's one thing that's I've been considering because as we look at these symbols, we react to them a certain way. And it's kind of what you were just saying is that we begin to detune away from our connection with Yahweh. What do you think? A hundred percent. 
um, here in Georgia, you know, a lot of the uh, movie studios moved out here. And so I've been able to talk to some people, but um, one person who uh, was a pretty top person for the uh, stuntman, he told me, he's like, don't watch these movies. Don't, don't even look at them. He was talking about the action movies. He said, every slide they have, or every, I think every four slides they have, there'll be a subliminal image or frequency or tone put out there that you can't pick up, but it's there to do something to you. And he was, he didn't want to tell me more than that, but he was just, don't even look at them. He was that adamant. And I've heard this before too, but we know that, you know, video games, kids play and, and all that. They definitely have, um, you know, some, the, the messages in there that, um, will influence you without you realizing it. And people say they're, they're more occultic as well. But I think now they're becoming more out in the open. If you look at the movies, wow, they're just, they're, they're, it's, it's all over the place. I think Netflix had Hail Satan when it, it was an advertisement called Hail Satan. And it was about this, this little witch, teenage witch uh, series, or, you know, promoting the cuties, which is all about pedophilia and, I mean, how is that not going to affect people? Of course, that's out in the open, but there are subliminal things happening. And he does say that the visual component is huge. They use it with even our phones with optogenics. We don't even see it, of course. It's on a, it's so fast or it's on a level that we don't uh, consciously see, but it's being used on us as well to influence our behavior. So again, you can't run away from all the digital devices, but what I say is we need to be selective in what we watch in here and most importantly, have the armor of God on that. That is our true protection. When we are talking about healing and dealing with all these complexities, including those that we would now consider to be uh, quote vax injured, which is, I hate that term vax because it's not one, but nonetheless, when you l- look at these alternative probably more origin type methods, frequency, vibration, energy type healing processes and prayer. Do you see that those that have been have taken the injection can be healed and restored? Or do you think that there's a permanent damage in this that is beyond our capability? And I understand when we talk about potential within the Holy Spirit, everything is there, but kind of just talking more in the temporal time frame that we're dealing with right now. I have seen some people that have taking, taken one or two shots and had horrible symptoms. They've went to some practitioners I know that have used different techniques and they've physically recovered. Now, did their genetics change? Nobody knows. We don't know that. So I tell people, we don't know how to truly detox entirely from these shots. Nobody does. No matter what they say online, we don't. I'm not saying there couldn't be a way, but right now we don't. And as you take each one, it's harder. I can tell you that. But if you take in one or two and you repent, repent means you're not going to do it again. And you pray for God to God. Um, And I do believe with that, with a true repentful heart, praying and with some of these techniques, people can improve. But um you know, it, it is a spiritual battle. So I think prayer and repentance is key. We just don't know what's happening on a genetic level, though. That, that's that's the only issue. Yeah, it's a big challenge. It's one of these things that you're almost doing the uh, 
Lockheed Skunk Works project of having to backwards engineer advanced technologies, which is that's exactly what it is, <laughs> and with, with with limited instruments because if you have anything significant, you'd have to have a lab and. and <laughs> It's not whatever you find is going to be uh, taken away from you. So, yeah, we're trying to do this with uh, <laughs> with primitive instruments, almost trying to figure out what's going on. What would you suggest to people as just a basic protocol with all that you've gone through now to keep health? Because you've you've branched out a great deal more than others in that you've brought in technologies and physical elements, not just uh, supplements and things like that to boost your body immune. So w- if you were laying out a protocol to people to say, look, here's a foundation to keep your health strong, to keep your whole body system strong, how would you map that out? So it's really about keeping your body uh, detoxed. Why we get sick is just poison, 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 poison. And it's body, mind, and spirit. So thoughts are poison too, right? If you have negative thoughts, it all boils down to poison you should not be afraid of bacteria or viruses or anything like that. Okay. So we're poisoned really harshly right now by EMF electromagnetic frequency. That is huge. It can cause you to have a syndrome that looks like COVID. You can have cardiac issues. You can have menstrual issues. You can have GI issues. I mean, it's huge. That is very high and causes cancer, all kinds of things. So, you know, you know, just don't have your Wi-Fi on at night. Don't keep your cell phone around you. I use products called emfsol.com, emfsoul.com. They've helped me tremendously. You have to, they can help you um, get your your work area or your home properly protected. So I highly recommend them. Um, that's huge. So just look up that and how to mitigate that. You can detox from some of the radiation with detox baths. I have those on my webpage Uh, They can even pull radiation out. So that's helpful. The next thing is um, what we breathe in. We're breathing in a lot of metals, aluminum. That's purposeful. So heavy metal detox, cilantro or DMSA synergy is a good one to take out arsenic and and the heavy metals. I have that protocol for free for people on my webpage. Um, Also the water, water's huge. They've always poisoned us with water, (laughs) always. So clean your own water, clean your own water, clean your own water. Don't trust plastic. Um, so Berkey filter with the extra filter, you must get the extra filter for arsenic and fluoride. Those things that you do, those three things, well, it, it's amazing. The change you'll see in people. It's amazing. Um, try to get local growers, you know, and the power of our minds is immense. That has not been talked about much. <laughs> Remember, you know, God created everything and God said he wants to live in us. So think about that. If you're really in tuned with, with him and living with him. I mean, you, it's amazing. You can heal your body with him, the things around you, the water experience experiments with Dr. Emoto changing water crystals by power of thought and prayer and the word is fascinating. Um, you know, you can practice with children about, you know, saying words with seedlings and with intention saying good things or bad things. And in a month you'll see the difference is dramatic. I mean, with our words, we can change how a plant grows. Are you kidding me? I mean, this is what we need to focus on instead of living in fear and panic and waiting for the next hammer to drop. Think about what we can do instead of we can't do. So that's that's where we need to start going. Um, the truth is in the scriptures. Is the reference you just made to uh, the doctor was part of what the bleep do we know? Have you seen that? Yes, I have. It's cutting edge film, way ahead of its time. 
and just really was eye-opening into the whole concept of what you just said and the not only the frequencies but also the deals with quantum which is a whole another discussion and rabbit hole but nonetheless pretty powerful right oh yeah i mean quantum physics is important for people to to know i mean that probably does not explain really what we're dealing with but it gives us a clue to really what's happening it explains prayer it explains you know our miraculous healings that happen all the time um yeah it's it's amazing because we we're not taught the proper science, the proper law, the proper health. We weren't taught anything properly, right? History. So what if we just started learning a little bit of the truth? What an awesome world that could be. And we can do it. We just need to stop waiting for someone else to do it that's elected or someone else to do this and start doing it today. You know, you just do one thing for you. Like, just start learning about our real history. Start with 1666, 1666. That is a true year that a lot of this stuff started happening and by accident. That number. Start learning about what happened in 1666 when they created that was when maritime law became really uh, used around the world. That's how they really started to steal things from us. That's the beginning point. And then your whole world will open up. You'll understand why everything has happened. Every historical event has happened. Everything that's happening now will make sense to you. And knowledge is power. You know, educate ourselves first and then we'll know where to go. I fully agree. I think that's the biggest challenge in this time with everything going on is to step away from the crazy noise and just give that some space because you can't control it anyway and instead build up all of what we have within us to become stronger, more knowledgeable, and ultimately lead to a new era. Yeah. You've been a great example of that, Carrie, and we are deeply indebted for that. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you for all that you do. And uh, it's always a pleasure to talk with you. We always close with a prayer. And if it's okay, we'll close with a prayer. Yeah, that's wonderful. Father, we just want to thank you for this blessed meeting and just again, the reminder of the strength of the individual to lead in a, us all in a new direction. Uh, Carrie's been an amazing voice over these last few years of applying the gifts of knowledge that you gave her in the pursuit of truth and just reminding us that there's really no barriers to overcome, that we can't overcome and always through the power of you and through the power of the Holy Spirit. So, Father, we just ask for the continued blessings on all that Carrie does and as she's moving forward to continue to inspire the many, for people to hear these words, to resonate, to realize that we have such an amazing gift within us that we can truly accomplish anything if we trust in you, are led by you, and pursue that path of seeking truth and gaining knowledge in such amazing ways to apply the power of the Holy Spirit into our lives. So ask that you continue to guide us, guide Carrie, protect us in this quest forward to separate us from this master matrix of control as we try to step into a world and reforge this world in the in the makings of the kingdom and kingdom law. We say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Thank you, Scott. Have a wonderful day. You too, Gary. Thank you very much. God bless you, and we'll, we'll be in touch and look forward to talking again soon. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Well, Patriots, that was Carrie Midday. She's obviously one of the great voices in this time that has done so much to help research and back-engineer what's in this nasty bioweapon that's been settling in and killing people. We have a real fight on our hands as we can move forward, and it's not so much the injection anymore. We've done what we can on that battle, and we've saved many, many lives, all of us collectively. 
The fight ahead now is healing, breaking away from this matrix of hell that they've created, and making sure that we continue to stand by those that are trying to transition out of that craziness. There's a lot ahead. And in particular, there's going to be a lot of people that are going to need prayers and need support, realizing the mistakes that they've made as they try to move out of that control and the destruction they've done to their body temple. So the road ahead is going to be challenging, but we will do well as we stand together and keep in prayer and keep in our relationship with Christ. Thanks for being here tonight. Keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God always wins. But we are here in this time, in this place, for just such a time as this. We are at war. So walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Subdue the enemy. Mission forward. Patriots, I'll see you tonight for Fishers of Men. Until then or until the next time, God bless and out for now. We shall pay any price bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward, by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable, that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made. Therefore, they can be solved by man, and man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable, and we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs and hardships as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who moved forward, and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other things, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion, which we bring to this endeavor, will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, Ask what you can do for your country.
an old evil that has waited thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples, it has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. We push. We climb. We never give in. We become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray. We stand. We live by the words, in God we trust. We fear nothing. We are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath. <laughs>